It takes from, um, say, 15 to 20 years to demoralize a society. Given me a hearing without legal representation or anything. You shoot the president. I didn't shoot anybody, no, sir. Pentagon officials reluctantly admitted to the New York Times 17 months ago that the military has secretly studied UFO incidents, in part to it might figure out the technology. Whatever that means, sure, he's crazy as mad as a hatter. What difference does it make? You know, a long time ago, being crazy meant something. Nowadays, everybody's crazy. Welcome to the Conspiracy Files. Yo, welcome back, everybody. How is it going? This is the Conspiracy Files. And as always, I'm your host, Zero. So I'm going to break it down, and we're just going to get right into this episode. Um, first off, my apologies. I missed last week's episode drop. Um, we've just gotten very busy, as I'm sure it is with everybody else out there. Our lives have changed immensely. Um, and because we're going through life changes... And everything seems to be full of newness, I guess I should say. Um, we've had to make arrangements and change our lifestyle a little bit. And everybody's 110% well over here, so no need to fret. Everybody's good. We're all very happy. Um, I just... Um, <clears throat> I completely ran out of time last week to do an episode, and this weekend... Um, I usually post my episodes by Sunday for you guys, and I didn't do that either, uh, because things are just different now, and if you want to go on the phrasing that uh, MSM is using, um, things are becoming the new norm, and we're having to adjust, just like everybody else. Um, so once again, you know, my apologies, I'm sorry guys, and I'm going to turn this up a little bit so you can hear me better, that should be good. Um... <coughs> You know, a lot of things have really transpired here, and the world as we know it is never going to be the same. And I mean that in a multifaceted way, and I mean that in more ways than one, and not necessarily for the better. And there's so much going on right now and I hope that you guys are paying attention to everything I don't want you guys to miss any details that are happening because things are getting very busy out here life is getting very different and very busy and very scary and it's easy to get lost in what's happening and what's, what's happened and what's about to happen and my job is while I love conspiracy theories and I love digging deep and deep diving into conspiracy theories, my job 
with my content specifically is to make sure that I deliver you guys the best information that I can give you based purely on truth, not on lore, not on clickbaity crap that just goes for views. That's not my goal. I'd rather have the three uh, the 3,000 listens that I've earned through what I'm doing as opposed to 3 million people that I've lied to the entire time. And, you know, I'm a lot of things in life, but one thing I am not, nor will I ever be, is a liar. I won't be known for that, whether it's here or in my real life. Um, I might be known for being an asshole. I might be known for being a sarcastic asshole, for sure. I love sarcasm. I love my sarcastic jokes. Um... But I'm not going to be a liar. I'm not going to lie to you guys, even if the truth sucks. Some of you seem to handle it pretty well. Others seem to not. I don't expect everybody to handle everything and take everything logically and listen to the facts, whether they're good facts or bad facts, or scary facts. Facts are facts. We should handle them logically and meet them with a logical mind, a rational mindset, and a clear head. Because as soon as we start to panic, as soon as we start to get scared, and as soon as we start to worry, we make panicky, worrisome decisions. And we make bad decisions, and they're never good decisions this way. These are not good things. We need to look at everything that's happening now with an open mind. And even though the details are scary... We still have to meet them logically and make rational decisions based on the information that we have. And I think that's the whole goal here. And it needs to be the goal, and that's the goal that I'm trying to set, and that's the standard and precedent that I'm trying to set for this podcast. So I don't want you guys to think that I'm going to try to steer you away from things just because other things seem to be more enticing than others. I want you guys to understand that not every episode is going to be full of fun. Not every episode is going to be nice. But it's truthful. And I want you to feel like you're getting the best information that you can get because there are people out there who can't get this information where they are. And a podcast is a loophole for them to be able to do that. And if I've provided that to you, then I've done my job. And I am successful. So, with that being said, lots of things are scary. As you know. We're looking at a lot of things. And here are the things currently on the table. We are looking at a wide-sweeping blanket rule of socialism and what I mean by that is here in the states and here in virtually every other country we are resorting to changing the way things are being done things will never be the same as you knew them three, six months ago they will never be the same they are not going to be the same Our president talks about things opening back up 
and getting back on track to how things used to be. But for those of us who are educated, or if you want to use the word illuminated, or if you want to use the word insightful, or open-minded, or whatever you want to use, we realize that things are not ever going to be the same. We have to accept it in order to move forward from it. And I think in moving forward from it, what I mean is somewhat accepting the fact that there's going to be a new norm, and we have to move on. We have to... We have to approach this thing wisely and logically. People are going to be scared. People in Ohio are already protesting this lockdown, this 50-state disaster declaration made by President Trump. All 50 states. That's never been done before. A new precedent. Cuomo, de Blasio both speak about a quote-unquote new norm. And it's true. And if you'll notice, during virtually every press conference, Vice President Pence always brings up the term marshalling in the services. That's a word drop, obviously, for probably martial law. Because they seed the word in your brain... And they get your subconscious ready to handle the truth. And the truth is that your life will not be yours shortly enough. Save your money. Learn to grow your own food. Develop your survival skills. And you'll be able to stand out and hide a little bit. The people who live in the concrete jungles. Um, California, New York, Florida... Bigger cities, Austin, Houston. You might be a little screwed, you guys. You're going to be completely revolvent and reliable on the system itself that will provide for you shitty food, dirty water, and bad, unclean air. All the while telling you that this is the new norm for your families. For your friends, for your kids. And this is what we have to do to survive this terrible coronavirus pandemic. All in the safety of your kids and your family. All at the safety of the people you love. You see, it's a uh, popular tool for the media, politics, law enforcement, government in general, to tell you that this is for the safety of you and your loved ones. That is a leverage point that will be used time and time again, over and over again, and repeated ad nauseum until you've accepted it. You're going to hear that phrase a lot. It's for the safety and protection of your loved ones. They th they throw those words safety, protection, in the back of your mind and use your loved ones as leverage because we know how irrational we get when our loved one's safety is at stake. And that's true. 
while it's a demented and evil leverage point, you have to admit, it is a little smart. It's clever. Use your, use your loved ones to take the advantage of you. Happens many times a day. Happens with many passings of bills. And it'll continue to happen as long as you let it. And it'll happen over and over again. And an unfortunate truth that happens over and over again are that we will sacrifice our liberties for security and for those who do, deserve neither. I believe the uh, wise Benjamin Franklin once said that. Because it's true. Unfortunately, it's true. Time in and time out, day in and day out, over and over again, we sacrifice our liberties for our safety. Hence why New York has no guns, allegedly. Why Chicago is not allowed to have guns. Why California is getting there. They can still have guns to a certain extent. And they'll keep poking and prodding and taking the small things away and just picking at it. Pick, 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 pick. Until a big piece chips away and we say, oh no, what do we do? They'll stab you in the stomach and then offer you a band-aid. The same thing that's happened time and time again, over and over again. Pay attention, people. They will stab you and offer you the band-aid. They will be the problem and the solution. That is what you do. You play both sides of the war. There's no way that you're going to lose. One side has to lose, but if you play both sides, you'll never lose. There's always a win-win. And for those of you who like to uh, bring up the 5G conspiracy, keep in mind that many of the places that are having outbreaks in droves, Nigeria, Kenya, they don't have access to 5G. They have access to barely any internet. And the internet that they have is really shoddy. The uh, conspiracy theorists who create clickbait for you will tell you that 5G is the main proponent of this COVID-19 problem, and it's not true. There are cases in many places across the United States and across the world where 5G is completely non-existent. It is a farce, and it is not true. Yes, 5G is its own problem, but it is not linked to COVID-19 is not linked to the coronavirus pandemic. They are separate and not equal. They are two different things. Just like the flu and COVID-19 are two different things. 5G and COVID-19 are two different things. You have to take them as separate issues and handle them both separately and wisely. But they're both equally scary in their own way, in their own respect. Some people will tell you that 5G exacerbates and aggravates symptoms of COVID-19, but nothing has been proven. Therefore, so far, it's not true. Do I think that 5G will cause issues and bodily harm? Sure. I think it has 
the actual capacity to do that, I think that it will cause its own issues and its own problems. That's my belief. Do I think that the current pandemic is a real thing? Yes, absolutely. I've spoken to many of my sources, some of whom work in the very ICUs and ERs that are arguing back with the people who tell you that there's nobody in the hospitals. Because there are. They don't allow people in the lobbies. And those who are in the lobby must be there for business, and if not, get out. There are people across the internet, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere else, going into hospitals and saying, oh, there's nobody here. And then we see the dancing nurses videos, and they say, oh, they must not be that busy. Partially true. Partially false. To clear this up for you, um, the hotspots currently are overrun and overwhelmed. Overworked and underpaid. The non-hot zones have time to kill because they see maybe one or two patients a day because of exponential growth has exceeded its limit and is slowly lowering the count. So to some extent, sure, social distancing is working, but for those of us who live in small towns and spread out areas, it's not really much of a threat for us. If you want to see the truth of the situation, go to New York, try to sneak your way up to the ER or to an ICU and see what it's like. And for those of you who still think that that's not true, I then urge you to find video of Bodies upon bodies being stuffed in pine cases and pine caskets and buried as a group. Not for people who have died in droves, but these are for people who have been unidentified and have no family to refer to to identify them. These are unidentified dead people who have suffered COVID-19 deaths or some other type of death who they cannot bury gracefully because they have no information on these people. They have no next of kin, no way to notify any family because they don't know who they are. But they're dead and they're taking up space. So they'll bury them in pine caskets. Scary thought. Happens in New York. Look it up. Do your research. I told you guys a long time ago that would happen. Many things that I've told you, everything that I've told you has happened 100%. But keep in mind, I'm not a prophet. I'll never claim to be. I'm just um, well-informed and well-educated, and I do my research. And I make logical, reasonable justifications and predictions based on the information at hand. Um, I will also predict that uh, Fauci will be fired. Or let go in some other capacity. The guy's a rat. And he always will be. Keep that in mind. Hashtag fire Fauci. It's going to happen. I don't know when for sure. I'm not sure, but it'll happen. And as far as uh, Bricks is concerned, I think she'll be okay. I think, I think she'll figure it out. I think she's a little bit smarter than Fauci is. She plays the game a little bit better. But there are a lot of things transpiring. 
do I do I see this ending anytime soon? No. Logically, no. I think if they force it, then sure. Um, I just don't... I don't see things going back to how they were three months ago, even. Um, I think that we've come very, very far down this hole, and I don't think we're going to be able to necessarily successfully dig ourselves out of it. And what I mean by that is the economy's not going to be the same. I'm not sure what's floating the economy currently. We have 12 million people out of work. Um, or, I'm sorry, 16 million people out of work. And my estimates, by the end of this month, uh, we will hit 22 million unemployed claims. 22 to 25 million is my guess by the end of this month, because places are shutting down left and right. If you have a deep freezer, please take my suggestion and stock it up with meat if you can find it. Whatever you can get, because you're going to need the protein. Be smart. Food shortages are coming, people. It's a scary truth, and it's going to happen. When? I'm not sure when it's going to hit, um, but it's going to happen. Food shortages are coming. They'll blame it on the bad harvest. That's not the case. It's only partly true. It's a half-truth. Meat shortages are coming. Be prepared to see food rations. Be prepared to see soup kitchen lines and food lines. Because our honorable <laughs> non-sellout Bernie Sanders, total sarcasm, he sold out just like the rest of them did to Biden. He says, if people are lining up for food, that's a good thing. Well, for socialism and communism, yeah. But for a democratic republic based on capitalism, no. That's a horrible thing. That's the opposite thing what we want. But it's going to happen. Italy, as we speak, is currently going to be pushing for a UBI. And for those of you who don't know what UBI is, it's a universal basic income, meaning that everybody is set a pay standard based on what the government gives them. They won't be going to work. They won't be returning to work. 60 million people in quarantine from a deadly pandemic. What a great time to implement a UBI. Live off the system. We'll save you. The government will save you. We're here to help. Get the vaccine. <laughs> I'm going to save the vaccine talk for another episode. Because that's a big one. And I want to go into details with it. Um, it has a lot to do with ID2020 and the lore around it. But the truth around it as well. And I want to hit both points and separate fact and fiction. Because I think it's necessary because I don't want the information to be convoluted as far as I can help it on my small, my small platform. Because you people deserve the correct information. And the correct information isn't always the exciting information. 
it's not clickbaity. It's not um, it's not dressed up. It's not sensational. It's the truth, and I want you guys to have the truth. I really do. Do your research and ask yourself why our Navy is in the Strait of Hormuz. Do your research and figure out why Venezuela says if you want a war, you've got it. And then the very next day, their main power plant blows up. Boosh. Huh. Huh. Very peculiar how quickly we can respond when when necessary. Haven't heard any talk from Venezuela since. Ever since we blew up their power grid. Things are very scary and things are very delicate. Which is why you need to be strong and vigilant. Don't let your head become clouded by things that are dressed up and things that look fun and conspiracies that you can look into just because they seem exciting doesn't necessarily make them true. And just because they're true doesn't make them exciting. I will push that time and time again. The vaccine thing is scary. It's up to you to decide if you want to take it or not. You may be forced into it. You may not. It may be quote-unquote mandatory. It may not. I think that plan is currently being spoken about. And I think a decision will be made soon enough, whether it will be mandatory or just offered. And then I think what will happen is they'll offer it, and they'll say, oh, no, it's not mandatory. But if you don't have it, you can't go to work, because you're going to be around and infect all these people. Oh, my gosh. I'm not personally a believer in vaccines to the point where I don't think kids in their first year should have 62 vaccinations with 62 different needles pumping in who knows what the fuck when uh, people who train these doctors to give these vaccinations tell you that uh, we're not we're not doing this for the kids we're training the parents well why 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 is a good question for them what do you mean you're training the parents? Huh. But I am a fan of common sense vaccines. I think a flu shot is stupid and useless. Ineffective. But I can also agree with a polio shot. It'd make no sense for you to senselessly die of polio, of something that's completely preventable. That causes you to die a horrible death if you don't. Sure, let's get a polio vaccine. No problem. Tetanus shot? Sure. I've stepped on rusty nails in my life, and thank God I had a tetanus shot. I'd hate to get lockjaw and die a horrible death that way, too. That'd be scary, and it's completely preventable and makes sense. But people also argue that about the flu shot. I get it. It's not necessary. Your body is supposed to be susceptible to germs and viruses and dirt and blood and grass. You're supposed to go outside and play and get dirty and scrape your knee, scratch your arm, bump your head, go outside, be a kid, have some freaking fun. 
get off your phone, get off your tablet, go outside, get some vitamin D, say hello to the sun, feel the breeze on your face, and enjoy your freedom while you can. Kids are supposed to get dirty, kids are supposed to get hurt, and kids are supposed to cry. That's what they do. They are not supposed to get 62 shots within their first year when they don't even have an immune system. When they don't have any immunities built up, why are we giving these kids shots for vaccines when they don't have an immune system or an immunity? Seems like um, seems like bad news bears if you ask me. Training the parents, my ass. Flu shots are stupid. A COVID-19 vaccine is stupid. That's just my opinion, though. That's me speculating. Take it for what it is. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass. I'm really not, but to some people, I'm sure I am. Also, um, you know, a big shout out to the one rando who uh, rated my podcast uh, one star. I appreciate you um, not leaving any review on that one star. I mean, it's, you're, you're a fucking asshole. Um, it was probably NPR, man. Fuck NPR. It was either NPR or it was Crystalia. I understand, man. You don't want anybody taking your thunder. I get it. Or is uh, somebody else. I have an idea. Don't worry, dude. I rated your podcast one star, too. <laughs> ah. Drama. You people are fucking babies, man. Not you people, but you know what I mean. Some of these podcast people are vicious. It's alright, though. I don't really care about the reviews, man. You're gonna have to get at me some other way, you know. But if you're gonna leave a shitty review, a shitty one-star, at least leave a shitty review with it so I know who you are. I mean, that's kind of cowardless, you know. Post something. I think it's shitty because I think you're dumb. Like, just say that. Like, I already know... I already know you're stupid, so... Say something stupid. Make yourself known. Let everybody know you're stupid. But, uh, thanks anyway to the guys who leave five-star reviews. I appreciate you dudes, man. That's super cool, man. The the podcast is really growing, and I'm really excited. I don't like to talk about it a lot. I don't like to advertise shit, because, uh... Enough people do that and monetize their podcasts, and I do it enough as it is. I get it all out at the beginning, and I talk about all that shit at the end. <clears throat> but enough about that. Save your money. Your stimulus check is going to come, but keep in mind, you won't get taxed on it. All it is is a uh, advance on your next tax return. So your 2020 tax return is going to be $1,200 less. Keep that in mind. So if you um, if you had to owe a couple hundred bucks this year, plan on owing... Uh, $1,500 next year. If you got money back this year, plan on it being $1,200 less next year. They they talk about this stimulus check like it's a gift. It's not a gift, and it's, a, it's an advancement on what you're already paying into. It's your money. They're just giving it to you early. <laughs> what a fucking joke. I'm more anxious to see... Uh, I'm more anxious to see how much the big corporations get from actual money that they don't have to pay back. 
or money that isn't theirs. That's what I'm anxious to see. Yes, the government says they're forking out a $184 billion to the American taxpayer. I mean, they are, but it's your money. It's not their money. It's money that you've already paid in taxes. So they'll blow it up and make it look like it's a big deal, and they're doing you a favor by giving you a whole 1200 bucks. Yay! I can go buy a new TV. Well, if you do that, you're stupid. Save it. Try to save it all year. Because uh, you're going to end up owing that money back. If you, um, depending on how you filed your taxes, you're going to end up owing that money back. Or you're going to be $1,200 in the hole to start out 2021. Think about it. Why be in the hole at a fresh start of a new year when <laughs> things are already bad enough? Why add insult to injury? All it will do, all this stimulus check will do, is put us further in the hole. And once again, unfortunately, the major corporations will uh, be able to buy a new jet that they needed. They need to upgrade. They, uh, they only have last year's model jet. They need a new one. It's for business. They need it. Our CEO needs a $12 million bonus bump. He needs it. He does a lot of hard work. Meanwhile, the quote-unquote essential workers will work our dicks off for very little pay and <laughs> all the hazard. We'll take on all the uh, we'll take on all the caution. We'll take on all the danger with a hazard pay that's two dollars. Two dollars extra in hazard pay! Yay! Not really. Yeah, I'm one of those. Um, I'm one of those essential workers, and uh, the uh, the two dollars is a bonus, and it's paid out bi-weekly, the same as everybody else, and the same thing everybody else is getting. It's to, it's a pacifier for you guys. It's a pacifier for us. That two dollars is taxed because it is a bonus, or if you want to look at it as a gift, it's a gift. Turns out to be about. $128 bi-weekly taxed turns into about anywhere from $86 to $89. So you're getting about $40 extra, $45 extra if you're lucky a week. And some people say, hey, it's better than nothing. Me personally, I look at it and I say, hey, that's, a, that's someone spitting in your fucking face. Telling you you're so essential that you're only worth $40 extra. Meanwhile, we get to sit here and look at the people who are unemployed and realize that they get a anywhere from 600 to to $1,000 bump in their unemployment claim for as long as they want to for not having a job. So, we essential workers are stuck. We can't leave our job because we need to make money, and if we quit our job, we can't claim unemployment. So we're stuck. We're stuck in limbo. Eating our own shit once again. Being none the wiser. And watching our bosses reap the benefits of a broken economy. Of a down stock market. Of a potentially war-driven economy. And 
on onset of a socialist slash communist regime change. Us being none the wiser because we're the simpletons and we're the essential workers. And we're just happy to have a job. I'm just happy that I get to go back to my job. Sure, I'm happy to have a job. I am. What I'm not happy with is realizing that the stimulus check is bullshit. They're giving you your own money early. It's not a bonus. It's not a pay bump. It's not assistance. And what do I get for it? Again, I get to work on all the danger, disregard all the caution, and work more hours, and be away from my family for 12 hours more a week. So I can work 60 hours, 70 hours a week. And our CEO says, oh, thanks for all your hard work. I get to buy my third Aston Martin and my fourth vacation home. It's fine, I needed to put a new 65-inch TV in there anyway, and thanks to your hard work, I can do that. Boy, the economy sucks, huh? It's too bad I had a quarantine inside my second mansion on the beach, away from people, where I have everything. And it's not about the stuff. It's about the insult behind it. It's the slap in my face and the kick in my balls that I get from a stimulus check, quote-unquote, and, quote-unquote, hazard pay. Where I get to sit here and wonder if I'm shedding a virus to my family and my loved ones around me because my wife and my two small children may fall victim because I work in hazardous conditions. But here's some money. Hope that 80 bucks helps your hospital bill when it costs $3,400 for you to get a test for COVID-19 if you come down sick and have to quarantine for 14 days. Huh. Yeah, thanks. I'm going to end my rant. Because, um... It's not going to help anything. And my boss says, hey, you want to work more hours? And I say, hey, no. And then he looks at me and he says, Why? And I say, because I value my family more than I value my shitty job where I'm a slave. And I get looked at like I'm an idiot. Sorry about all the stomping. It's, uh, the kids are upstairs so I can have some quiet time and some solace to record this podcast for you guys. And kids are being kids. I can deal with it. I love the sound of hearing my kids play and be happy, man. It's really pretty fucking cool. They're screaming out of pure joy and having a damn good time, dude. Just enjoying life. Have no idea that some pandemic's going on, you know. They're they're kids. They don't need to know. What they need to do is just enjoy their lives and be kids and be happy. And that's what they're doing, man. And that's that's awesome. That's worth going to work for. It's a good reason to keep going. I love my family, man. My family's freaking cool. Happy to do it for them. But, um... I hope this podcast finds you guys well. And, once again, I'm sorry. Um, I missed the last week. Things are changing and things are different. And I know you guys understand that. I hope you guys are interested in joining the Discord. I hope you will. 
I love talking to you guys. And you can do so. Um, you can find the link that never expires on the Twitter bio. The Twitter is at the confiles. C-O-N-F-I-L-E-S. Go find that. You'll recognize the logo. It's the same as the podcast one. And you'll see the Discord invite link there. It's open to anybody. Um, there are some security permissions on there now to keep trolls out. You know, um, you just have to have a registered email so far. And If people want to abuse that system, I'll up the security reasons again. But uh, I would love to have you guys in there and hear your opinion. There, there are lots of people in there that are really cool. And lots of people in there that pass on a lot of really great information. And it's pretty quiet because there's uh, there's like 21 people in it. Because this is a new podcast. It just started January 1st, 2020. So it's slowly building and it's slowly snowballing. And I'm working on things. And as soon as uh, the essential workers are done being essential workers and we're stuck at home too, thriving off the system, I'll be able to do much more for you guys and, you know, live shows and the, that sort of thing. It's all down the road. But we'll get there. I hope that you guys are taking care of yourselves, and I hope that you guys are doing the smart things with this time that you have, because time is going to be very important soon. Keep your eyes to the sky in July. Be smart about things. Be vigilant. And, most importantly, take care of yourselves. I'm Zero. This is The Conspiracy Files. We're out.